Good morning. Listen to Mark and Neanderthal when you get to work with the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. All right, so did you see the story about the guy who... His life was saved because he he lives in those condo towers that collapsed in Florida. By the way, the word sinkhole has finally been uttered. Yeah, that's yeah somebody had said said yep. they, they got a, a message from their wife who said that a sinkhole had opened up underneath the pool and that the pool was swallowed and then the phone line went dead. Yeah, it's all so the word sinkhole, which scary. is which is common down in Florida. Everything yeah. is built on a peninsula, and yep. the, and the, you know, but that's that was apparently first said now today. The sinkhole we heard. Well, this guy he wasn't there. Because he stayed at his girlfriend's. Oh, nice. Just spontaneously stayed at his girlfriend's. His name's Eric DeMora. He's 40 years old. He's a native of Brazil. And check out, this, this was his day. So this happened on, I think, late Wednesday into Thursday morning. Okay. This whole thing happened. All right. So on Wednesday, DeMora woke up, went to the gym. He then showered and went to work. After work, he came home and cooked a traditional Brazilian dish nice. in his 10th floor two-bedroom condo mm-hmm. and then took the dish over to his girlfriend's house in Miami Beach two miles away and served dinner to her and some friends they had over. Okay. After dinner, the group watched the Copa America soccer match between Brazil and Colombia before going outside and playing a pickup game of soccer themselves. They watched the whole game. Then they went out and they had a whole game. And then he comes over to his girlfriend and says, I'm going to head home. You know, I'm dripping wet here and I've got no workout clothes for tomorrow morning. She said, no, don't bother. It's late. Stay here. I'll wash and dry your clothes overnight and you'll be fine in the morning. So he stayed. And because of that, he was not in his apartment or his condo when the whole thing collapsed. Wow. Saved his life. I have a question. Yeah. What was that traditional Brazilian dish? I don't know. <clears throat> because that's that's a, like a detail in that story that was, by the way, there are a lot of details in the story that are unnecessary, but I mean, a very detailed day, well, if you're thinking about think, it. You know how when somebody dies, they always say, well, he lived life to its fullest. Sure. This guy's actually doing it. If that's I a guess, typical day for him. But he is hiding guys, a recipe, though, from his friends. Because, <laughs> I mean, if he, tre- he I mean, it, it appears, based upon everything that you told me, that they are a fan of the Brazilian soccer team. Yes. Uh, they are a fan of Brazilian soccer. They are a fan of Brazilian cuisine. Yep. But the guy's not a fan of sharing recipes. Well, he, fear, he appears to be like, okay, I've got this secret recipe. I'm going to make this at home and then bring it over there. Why didn't he just cook at his girlfriend's house? Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I do not know the <laughs> answer to that. Maybe she didn't have the proper implements. Maybe, I don't know. Maybe she did not have a whisk. Yeah, who knows? Needed. I mean, I, I just think that's interesting. And I, now I really want to know what that meal is. I know. But I, I love the, I the story. I was like, damn, that's a hell of a day. I'm exhausted at noon. <laughs> On a day like this, I'm shot at noon. Are you kidding me? Yeah. No, right. I mean, I mean, you know what? Look, uh, that is a horrible situation it, down it there is. in Florida. It is a terrible story. Um, they've got amazing crews down there working on it. We've got a, a Mexican disaster crew, an Israeli disaster crew. They've dug a trench now between, you know, some of the piles of rubble there. Uh, they got search dogs doing their thing, man. I mean, this is, uh, whenever something like this happens, you really see what we're capable of doing. I saw a lawsuit filed all <laughs> Ready. Oh, Jesus. The only surprise there is the speed at which it was filed. Right. But I mean, we know we know that that's coming. Yeah. It's a matter yeah. of it's just a matter of time when that happens. By the way, rightly so, if what we're hearing is true, I yeah. mean, between maintenance records and stuff that were overlooked. So yep. it's a horrible thing. Hopefully they'll be able to there'll be some positive coming out of that thing in the next 24, right. 48 hours. We got to get into Mark and Neanderthal's story time, and I think we got William on the phone. Good morning, William. How are you this morning? I'm 
guys? Excellent. It's time for Mark and Interpol's story time. Uh, we have two stories to choose from. Mark's is? Okay, I, I engineered a situation on Saturday during our Cause for Pause event that left Paul with a greatly confused look on his face, <laughs> and I enjoyed every moment of it. Yeah, and then after that event, I actually was uh, on my way to somewhere and witnessed the rudest commuter ever. Ooh. Which one do you want to hear, so William? I grew up in Chicago. I, I, I love rude commuters, so I'd love to hear the rude commuter story. All right. So um, I'm, I'm rolling down Glendale Avenue, um, heading towards the I-17, which, by the way, was closed southbound uh, for a, a significant chunk of it on the weekend, which is really obnoxious because nobody told us about it. And this would be about 115 on Saturday. Yeah, right? somewhere around 115 on Saturday. So I get uh, I go all the way through downtown Glendale. I go past the Serretta's camping. Uh, uh, candy company, all that stuff. And at one of the red lights, I pull up next to uh, a bus, you know, Valley Metro bus. Yeah. Um, and I see this guy like approaching the intersection with with uh, his hand raised in the air like he's flagging down the bus like it's his own personal cab and he's dragging his girlfriend by the wrist like she's like a like a like like she was a child like you're being pulled through the the department <laughs> store by your mom when you do something wrong and uh and she uh she was not real happy but she was not a willing participant in the uh in the escapade but the thing about it was the bus driver's looking at this guy as he's like sort of traipsing toward the intersection which by the way, is approximately 15 feet away from an actual bus stop. Yeah, you got to get to the bus stop. Right? No, 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 no. There was a woman waiting in the bus stop. The woman at the bus stop was just kind of leaning out, you know, kind of like kind of like Jason Sudeikis in Hall Pass. He just leaned out and she's looking at this guy as he's running down the street trying to flag down the bus. Like, he couldn't wait under the awning there. He had to run up to the bus and get the bus to make an extra special stop just for him and his girlfriend. Oh, so he actually wow. tried to get into the bus before it arrived at the bus stop. Yes. I, I don't know the if they were, the bus wasn't overpacked. It wasn't like he needed to get the last seat. But he was like, and he's dragging his girlfriend like, <laughs> it's just, it was just so rude. It was the weirdest thing because you could see the woman at the bus stop was just looking at this guy like, what an a-hole. Well, the bus, you, bus driver just blew him off, right? No, bus, bu stop. bus driver stopped. What the hell? Bus driver, so stop. I've got a real quick one if you guys have a second. I was sitting in the right turn lane the other day. When I grew up, you had respect for nice cars. And I drive a Range Rover. And this Yahoo in a, in a Dodge uh, Durango or whatever the hell it was, some 25-year-old car, comes up on the right side of me in the bike lane against the sidewalk and my vehicle and decides to roll up, push in his rearview mirror, and scooch past. And the woman sitting on the side of the road who was walking across in the crosswalk who had the right of way almost got killed by this guy. We're both yelling at him and he puts his window. Now that's a Chicago driver, <laughs> not an Arizona driver from what I've experienced. All right. Well, you're okay, Topper. <laughs> yeah, nice job. You're going to have to try to yes. top my story. All right. That's fine. My commuter story was more rude because he was dragging another human being behind him. But I appreciate it, though. Appreciate you, you taking part, William. Thank you, William. He was like, uh, you know, Hey, don't worry about me dragging you by the wrist. We're going to get a good seat. Yeah, we're going to get on the You'll bus You'll be there. thanking me yeah. very, very soon. And so. credit to the Valley Metro guy for, you know, at least stopping and, and picking them up anyway instead of blowing past them. Hey, everybody. This is Essie. And it's time for Time Out for Spanish. As a public service and in order to recognize the cultural diversity for which Arizona is known, Mark and Neanderthal are taking Time Out for Spanish. 
We've got Jenny from Phoenix on the phone, and she is going to play Time Out for Spanish, trying to win some tickets to see Rick Wakeman from the group Yes, of course, at the Celebrity Theater on Tuesday, November 9th. So we'll give you a Spanish phrase, and then you have to translate it, Jen, but we'll give you three choices in English. Are you ready to go? All right, I'm ready. Let's All right, it. here comes your Spanish phrase. Si no debemos comer por la noche porque hay una luz en la nevera. Did you hear that? I did. All right, I'm going to give it to you again just so everyone else has clarity. Si no debemos comer por la noche porque hay una luz en la nevera. All right, that does translate into one of the following. Is it A, I always say morning instead of good morning because if it was a good morning, I'd still be asleep. <laughs> B, people say you can't live without love, but I like to think oxygen is more important. <laughs> Or C, if we shouldn't eat at night, why is there a light in the fridge? <laughs> Which one is it? Gotta be C. It is yes. C. Yes, well done. Very nice, Jenny. Still haven't answered the question. <laughs> Time out for Spanish. Weekday mornings with Mark and Neanderthal. You know, um, I had, had a good day Saturday. Watch, watch the Suns game with a buddy at, uh, at a bar on Saturday night. Oh, look at you. And during the day, though, I think was a, a fun little triumph for me. It was a little victory for me, if you will. In what way? Um, when I was able to put a very confused look on your face. Well, that's really nice of you, Mark, to try and make my life a little bit more <laughs> difficult. Appreciating that. Well... You did get a nice, cool drink out of it, though. I did. It was very yeah. refreshing. So Not going to lie to you. It was very refreshing. Here's what happened. We were out, and we were doing a cause for pause thing at Westgate. And it wasn't horrendously hot like last weekend, but it was about, you know, 108 degrees, and it's pretty warm out there. So <laughs> I love that. It wasn't that bad. It was only 108. Yeah. Only in the Valley could we say that. Exactly. Right. So we, we had these... Uh, Three three young ladies on our promotion crew who helped set things up, and right. they, were, they were out there with us on Saturday. Yeah, they, they're and, great at what they do. Yeah, they they help a lot. Yep. And so Victoria is one of the one of the, the gals, and she was kind of. I was talking to her for a minute. You were talking to a listener. Yep. You're about 10 or 15 feet away. So I'm talking to Victoria for a second. We get to talking about the weather. And she goes, yeah, well, after this is over at 1 o'clock, we're all going to go to Wow Wow Lemonade and grab a lemonade. I love their lemonade. I'm like, what is that? And she goes, you know, it's like a... I go, is that like a like a gourmet lemonade thing? And she says, yeah, like they do all different kinds of lemonade. I'm like, all right. And so she's talking about that. And I said, you know what? Grab the other two girls, see what they want, you know, what kind they want. Because she's got the menu open on her phone. <laughs> they a, have a menu? Okay. Menu. All right. It's already, I'm, I'm already thinking this is, you know, this is a different world than mine. Right. But uh, I said, you know, find out what the girls want. And I'll give you my credit card. Just walk over there now and get it. By the way, that's, a, that's an incredible, like, leap of trust. Good for you. Well, you know, it's kind of scary that she can take my credit card and yeah. use it there without anybody asking anything. But mm -hmm. that's, that's another story. So I said, oh, let me have some fun with this. So I turned and I said, hey, Paul, do you want a lemonade? And your answer was? Eh, what? No, your answer was, <laughs> sure. Sure, yeah, lo I'd love to have a lemonade. And I knew she was going to do this. Victoria goes, what kind do you want? <laughs> and your face, you're starting to turn back to talk to the listener. And all of a sudden you hear, what kind do you want? Yeah. And, and you're like, what? Well, I mean, Your face goes all twisted and you're like, well, I... She was like, just open up the menu on your phone. He's like, I want, I want lemonade. And she's like, yeah, but what kind? He goes, it's in the name. <laughs> lemonade. <laughs> I'm not wrong. 
It's lemonade. Yeah. If it's not if it's not lemonade flavored lemonade or pink lemonade, which by the way is still lemonade, it's just colored pink. I know. It's lemonade. Lemonade is lemonade. That cool, refreshing drink. Actually, what yours was, I saved the receipt oh, from Saturday. Yes. Okay. What, what, what was mine? brought back the. So uh, mine has a name. It's not just lemonade. Classic lemonade. Oh, is what course. you got. Mm-hmm. Yep. Classic lemonade. The other girls got Jesus passion strawberry lemonade. No. Strawberry pineapple lemonade. No. And blue Hawaii lemonade. Okay, let me just stop you right there, Mark. What is the drink called? Lemonade. What is lemonade made from? Lemons. Okay. Anything other than lemons and lemonade is not lemonade. It's punch. (laughs) It's some sort of a, it's a fruit drink, but it's not lemonade. If it doesn't have lemons in it, it's not lemonade. Well. It's lemon, lemon, lemonade. So next time you're not going to try Passion Strawberry Lemonade? I will not be trying Passion Strawberry Lemonade because if I wanted Passion Strawberry Lemonade, I would order Passion Strawberry Fruit Drink. So as Gorilla Monsoon would say to Bobby Heenan, highly Highly unlikely unlikely brain. brain. Okay. No doubt about that. Go with the classics. Lemonade. Classic lemonade is what I went with. By the way, in case you were wondering, the Suns game is at 6 tonight, where they can wrap it up against the Clippers. Noted. I don't know if any of the Suns are playing on the United States basketball team for the upcoming Olympics. Are we we still doing that? I thought there was a... a, Or did they go back to college? I don't don't know. I I thought it was something about the pros weren't going to play anymore or something like that. I don't know. I I, I remember that a while ago. Again, like most Americans, I don't really give a rat's ass about the Olympics unless they're playing. Yeah, I mean, I mean it's, you don't pay attention. Until, once every couple of years, you pay attention. Yeah. You know what's really, I, I saw about the Tokyo Olympics, which is, I think it starts late July, June 20, July 23rd, I think. Okay. Um, not only do they have controversy about whether or not to do it because of the pandemic. Sure. But they're going to be dry, meaning no alcohol whatsoever served at the Tokyo Olympic Village. All right. Well, um mm. In solidarity for the uh, uh, in support of the American Olympic team, I I suggest we all decide to watch the Olympics dry. Mm-mm. When no. I'm watching modern pentathlon, I got to have a few pops in me. I agree. I'm sorry. I agree. Yeah, the Olympics are unbearable unless you're drinking <laughs> rhythmic gymnastics. Yep. I need a drink. Yep. I know. Um, I'm I'm with you. You know, the interesting thing about it is, I find it interesting that they're not going to allow the athletes to drink. But I bet you the networks take all that alcohol advertising. No problem. IOC will take that those dollars. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no problem and, there. And I don't know if it's the athletes, but they the fans in the stands. Fans can't drink can't either. Be allowed to drink. Now what the hell are they playing soccer in these summer summer Olympics? I don't know if that's even. I, I don't know. I think it is. Is it? Yeah. If, I mean, it's something. But really, a all, soccer game without alcohol? Yeah, I, I, any parent on a Saturday morning knows inside that coffee cup, Irish coffee, <laughs> is the way we go with it. You know, I don't even know if they're doing soccer, but I do know they're doing three-on-three basketball, which I think we already have covered with basketball. I would say so. Yes, they have five-on-five why, why regular we, basketball, and then they also have three-on-three this year. Well, I'm guessing that's so that they can come up with another nation that might be able to medal in a sport. Because let's face it, finding five elite basketball players in any other country than the United States of America is almost impossible. Because they all come from yeah, other yeah, countries, they come from other countries come America, and they play. play for the U.S. Yeah. team. Yeah, yeah. Uh, or uh, I mean. Yeah, geez, uh, I'm sure Wesley Snipes and Woody Harrelson would like to have been part of this game. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Yeah, uh, that, that, I it's, mean, it's three street, on three. T- it's street ball is yeah. what it is. So that's what they're doing. I, I'll, you know, if I watch any basketball during the Olympics, it'll be the five on five, real good old fashioned basketball. The thing about the Olympics is, I watch the suck sports. I watch track and field. I watch boxing. That's about it. And you got wrestling too. 
Yeah, yeah, wrestling. Yeah. And I, I try to stay away from Greco-Roman wrestling because I don't know how to speak the language. <laughs> All right, and so here we are, and it's a beautiful morning here in the Valley, but not so much for the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. So this happened Saturday night about 10 days ago, you know, two Saturdays ago, St. Petersburg, Florida, uh-huh. a 34-year-old woman named Kanisha was driving near a Taco Bell late in the evening. All right. And now the, the bad news is that Kanisha was not in any shape to drive, having been drinking heavily. And as she drove through the parking lot where the Taco Bell was, uh, Kanisha's car hit the building's water meter. Oh, boy. Screwing that all up. Yep, sure. Then she ran into a tree, messed that up a little bit. And then, you know, three is the magic number. Got to make three stops here. She slammed into the Taco Bell sign, which was out by the curb. You know, sometimes they'll have those ground-level signs, you know, directing you into the parking lot. Yep. Yeah, she ran that one down. So do we have a joker... Joker, Joker and, and a, a triple. triple. I figure we do. Now, staying at the scene was not an option for Kanisha. Why not? Since she was drunk as could be. Oh. And because she has a suspended license. Oh, boy. And she already has seven, seven separate counts of driving on a suspended license. Huh. So Kanisha drove off, speeding, of course, and luckily uh, it was about 10, 20 at night. Roads weren't too busy because Kanisha sped through not one but two red lights. All righty then. Being seen by other drivers who then called police with her license plate number. But employees at the Taco Bell had already called police, not only with her license plate number, but also with her name because they knew Kanisha. She works at that Taco Bell. Does she? At least she used to. Kanisha was eventually pulled over by police and arrested. She faces DUI charges, driving on a suspended license, property damage, leaving the scene of an accident. Yeah, so I would say it's very unlikely that a driver's license will ever again be issued to Kanisha, whose last name is B-O-O-Z-E. Kanisha Booz, ladies and gentlemen. Kanisha Booz. That sounds like something I would order. <laughs> going to Bevmo. Hey, you guys don't have any Kanisha booze, do you? Of course we do. <laughs> Just be careful. Don't drive after as, you drink. Are you it. sure it's Kanisha, not Kinesia? As in she couldn't, <laughs> she couldn't move. <laughs> like you drink so much, you're not able to move. Oh no, she can move. Kinesia boob. Yeah. Kanisha booze. Perfect for somebody with a DUI. Of course, that is not encouraged. No, it is not. She is the Mark and Neanderthal dumbass of the day. I think that's a beautiful story you just told. It was sponsored by Arrowhead Harley Davidson at arrowheadharley.com, where you can check out their selection of pre-owned Harleys. Well, everybody's excited about the Suns. That's the sports event that everybody's thinking about here in the Valley. But well, even in the United States, really, it's uh, the basketball. I mean, you, the, the, you got the the NHL is doing their Stanley Cup Finals, but it's Montreal versus Tampa Bay. So unless you really care about hockey, nobody's paying attention. Basketball's got everybody's attention nationally. You also got the Tour de France going on, and. They had a major, major collision on Saturday. Oh! oh a massive crash there. What has happened? Right oh. on the side of the road there. Look at this. I don't know what happened there. Maybe they clipped the crowd, but whatever has happened, they are in a right mess down there at the moment now. How many riders 
Let's hope. That is a massive crash, Bob. I love the fact that you, they immediately go to the helicopter. They get yeah. the overview, the over the over the uh, you know sky view. There, it was a massive crash. That was a massive crash, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, love those. There was like 60, 60 cyclists went down, and it was all caused by some lady who was hold, a spectator on the side of the road holding a cardboard sign out into the path of the traffic coming because. There are cameras everywhere during the Tour de France, and they, they chase the bikes, they, they follow the bikes, they ride alongside the bikes, they do all that stuff. So this woman's holding this cardboard out there. I don't know what it said. Maybe it was, we've been trying to contact you about your car's extended warranty. Not sure. But in any event, it caused a massive crush, Bob. Yes, it, and she got away. They haven't found her yet. Yes, She that's, just took off. Maybe she thing. stole a bicycle. I don't know. But well, she took off and was able to get away so far. I'm not going to lie to you. I saw the picture of all the guys piled up, and I was like, you guys are adult males riding 10 speeds. Knock it off. <laughs> well, I'm not going to lie to you. I kind of enjoyed it. Whoa. <laughs> oh, boy. I don't want anybody to get hurt, mind you. Right. But I got a little bit of a chip on my shoulder with bicyclists on the road. And I know that... Tour de France, they've got the roads cleared for them. Yes, exactly. That's all yeah, fine. It's not, yeah, it's That's not the all same. Fine. Yeah, it's not like the But island. around here, you know, I get, a little, well, up, I get look, a little fed up with bicyclists on the road around here. Well, again, having grown up in the Northeast, bicycling on, in, in, on the roads is a, you're taking your life in your own hands there because, you know, they don't have bike lanes. Like, we're at least in a city where we have wide enough roads where bike lanes exist. Yeah. That said, stay in your friggin' lane. <laughs> I stay listen. in your lane. I, you, you don't get a chance. You don't get to go over and take the left turn. There's no bike lane in the oh, left turn lane. You oh, do not get that. to go over in the oh. left lane and take it. Because if you can't keep up with the natural flow of traffic, you shouldn't be in the lane. Yeah. I mean, the most, hell out of the way. Most bikelists are fine citizens. You know, they pay their taxes. They open their doors for little old ladies and sure. things like that. But right, right. For the of brevity, we're going to paint you all with the same brush. Right sure, why now. not? Sure, what stereotype them all? Right, I'm I'm not the only one. Uh, they act like they should be on the road. Well, it's an attitude. Yeah, it really is an attitude. Like you know, I'm on this little aluminum uh, stick, and you should get out of my way. <laughs> now, and, and here's the thing. Again, I have no problem with bicycles being on the road. You stay to the right. You stay in your lane. You do your thing with the flow of traffic. With the flow of traffic. What? I, yes, that's the other one. Yep. But what I don't appreciate is I'm at an inter- intersection, and I need to take a left. And there are two lanes to go to take the left. Ugh. And somebody on their bicycle rolls into that lane and, and parks in front of me at the red light. You don't have access to. You don't get to go in that lane. I don't know. You what's- have to go from the crosswalk yeah. you cross you're not even supposed to bicycle across intersections unless there's a lane there you're supposed yeah. to walk it i don't know what you're supposed to do or what you're not supposed to do but that drives me nuts when somebody takes a left turn with me whether they're in front of me or on my right the right hand side of my vehicle i can't stand that no you don't get to do that there's no lane for that yeah unless there's a lane for it you can't do it phone number is 480-470-KSLX i don't think i'm wrong I'm not, I'm not sure you're right, but I'm agreeing with you. But I did enjoy that pile-up. Yeah, that's a massive crash bump. Oh! oh a massive crash there. What has happened? <laughs> right oh. on the side of the road there. Look at this. Look at this. Look at this. There's all those bikes are just piling up. Oh, the humanity. It sounded a little bit like a Monty Python sketch. This is the, that's the Tour de France, and uh, you know they had a big pileup on Saturday. Someone's arm's been ripped off. It's spewing out blood like a fire hydrant. Not sure what's going on there. Spam for everyone. He's not dead. He's just stunned. But <laughs> he has ceased to be. <laughs> so I think we picked a scab here because 
I think I, I don't think we're the only two, and I think I think Guido is also in the same boat. That uh, you know, bicyclists, bicyclists on the roads around here. That look, my my ex wife, my ex wife was a commuter. Like when we lived in Boston, you want to talk about at least, like I said, at least we have big streets here, and they can go where they need to go, right, and they right. have a lane set up for them. You drive from from like suburban Massachusetts, like outside of Boston, into Cambridge and into the city of Boston. You ever see how bad Boston drivers are? Now put yourself on a bicycle. Yeah, no, it's, it's, it's a nightmare, and it can be dangerous for cyclists around here too. I mean, I was well insured, so I'm okay with it. <laughs> some you know drivers around here don't pay attention sometimes, but sometimes the bicyclists, like you said. Making the left turn. What are, yes. you, what are you doing? Well, again. That's, you do that when you're in a, a motor vehicle. Well, and, and again, you've seen the signs and, and when you're at the 101 and the 202, and it says motorized bicycles not allowed, bicycles not allowed and stuff. If you can't keep up with the flow of traffic at 45 miles an hour, get the hell out of the lane. Yeah. I mean, if you were, if, if you, look, if you're a bicyclist and you want to be considered a motor vehicle, call State Farm, get an insurance policy, get an insurance policy, make sure you have all the running lights, do all the stupid stuff that we have to do. Amen, brothers. <laughs> I mean, my biggest complaint is they, they don't obey the traffic laws and they run stop signs. Yes. I mean, it was, in fact, one ran a stop sign in front of me on Saturday. I honked my horn. He turned and waved at me. Yes, exactly. <laughs> By the way, the other thing is, you know, the whole idea of keeping up with the flow of traffic. If you can ride your bicycle at 45 miles an hour, jump into the left lane with me. <laughs> exactly. Yes. All right. Bravo. That is a massive crash, Bob. <laughs> that is a massive crash, Bob. All right. It's quarter after eight. I'll tell you what, in like 10 minutes, I'll tell you why my latest... My latest gripe with cyclists. Very specific event. It happened a week ago, Friday evening, right across the street here from KSLX. Oh. Okay. At night. Mark's latest gripe. Yes. <laughs> I, you know, the left-hand turn lane Oh, it's insane. Really it's insane. drives me nuts. It's the hell out of the way. But and you're, by the way, if you're in the left-turn lane, you're blocking my opportunity to get on the sensor so that the light, the red light turns. So you're in your, you're on your bicycle. You're not heavy enough to turn the light red <laughs> to, to green. So now I can never take a left. Yeah. My, my, my specific current gripe is kind of like that, but a little, little bit more specific. Get off my bike. All right, as we said, we know most of you bicyclists out there are good people and you pay attention to what's going on, but we're lumping you all in this morning. <laughs> That's not fair. I know. It's not fair Completely to unfair. You're a monster is I, what you are. Well, you know, we have to move it along here. we got to be brief, so okay. uh, we're just lumping everybody together who rides bicycles okay. as terrors on the road. Okay, sure. Um, so <laughs> I'm just going to send all hate mail no. to mark at kslx.com. Yep. That's Mark with a K because... C is, is for clowns. clowns. Right. So, Guido, you you had like a specific complaint about bicyclists, bicyclists on the road? Bicyclists. Yeah. Bicyclists. <laughs> again, I, I don't have too much of a problem with them. But uh, one thing that really peeves me is whenever they're riding side by side instead of in tandem. And they're oh, leaking yes. out of the, the bike lane. Because you can't fit two in a bike lane. Yeah. 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 No, side by side, you can't do that. They... They should be in single file. Am I correct? Just just making it hard to maneuver around them. Yeah. It seems yeah, exactly. unsafe. Here's the, here's the one that, that bugged me a couple of weeks ago. This was a week ago Friday. My wife and I are coming out from having dinner at uh, Lou's, which is bad. like it's literally right across the street from the station. There is a street called Karsten. You go up that street. You turn off 52nd Street up that street, and Lou's is kind of buried back in there. It's way back in there. But – 
we're coming out of there, and it's, uh, I don't know, 8.30, 9 o'clock. It's dark out. Trying to make a left onto 52nd Street to go south to catch the 202. Okay. And I just said to my wife, I said, hey, give me a hand on the right here. You know, the car's coming southbound from the north, from McDowell towards Van Buren. Right. I said, you know, I said, it looks like I'm free. And she goes, oh, no, hang on. There's a motorcyclist coming. I said, all right. And I want to be very conscious of that. I tried to be very conscious with motorcyclists. You know, sure. You yeah. Know, no, no. That and, makes all sense. Should, and all drivers should be conscious Agreed, of, of yeah. bicyclists also. Yeah. But so I see this one light coming and he's obviously in the center lane, like the turnaround lane. The, you know, you, you, the one you pull into to make a left turn right, or sure, a yeah. right turn, whatever, you know, right. or however you do it, um, whichever way you're going. And I see this light. I'm like, Jesus, guy's going slow. What the hell? But he's a motorcyclist. So I don't want to pull out and hit a motorcyclist. So I stay there. I'm like, come on. What the hell? And then all of a sudden he gets close enough to where I'm like, it's a, it's a bicyclist. And he's riding in that center lane, the two-way lane. He's riding oh, in that yeah. for hundreds and hundreds of feet. In that lane. Yeah. And he's going to make a left-hand turn in front of me onto the road I'm turning off of, except yeah, he's, he's acting like he's a vehicle, like he's a motor car riding down in the road, in the middle of the road. And yet when he turns, he goes to the right-hand side of me. So he's actually on the wrong, on the wrong side, side of the, of the road, road. Yeah. Instead of going in front of me and then making the left turn to where he'd be on my left side. I, I and I actually this is unlike me. I rolled the window down. Well, I pressed the button and <laughs> <laughs> and I said, "Get the f out of the road." And then I made my left turn. Wow. So and that's how did, my, and, how did, and how did he respond to you? He he didn't say anything, but or at All least right. not that I heard. But. That's my latest gripe with cyclists. If you want me to get into the middle lane situation, well, well this is another show. We'll talk about another show because, I mean, people drive in the middle lane. They park in the middle lane. 18-wheelers like to occupy the middle lane. It's, yeah. No, it's crazy. It's not worth it. music yep i'm so full of it right now just like mark is yep. but the good news is when you're full of it you can be a professor at mark's college of rock and roll knowledge do it good morning it's mark and neander paul who's this hi my name is jim from new york how you doing jim from new york how are you doing you're going to take on mark in the college of rock and roll knowledge i'm going to ask you the same five questions i asked mark and whoever gets more right will graduate from the College of Rock and Roll Knowledge. You ready to play? Yes, I am. All right. First thing we got to do is kick Mark out of the studio. So take uh, take care of that for me, please. Mark, get the hell out. Yeah, sounds good there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> everybody's, everybody's going full Archie Bunker. All right. Mark has okay. left the studio. Uh, question number one. Jerry Garcia was the guitar player for what band? Grateful Dead. Question number two. What is Ted Nugent's most famous song? Cat Scratch Fever. Question number three. What three colors are Eddie Van Halen's signature guitar? Red, white, and black. Question number four. What famous rock band had a drummer with only one arm? Flip it. My favorite. And question number five. Which type of wood did the Beatles sing about? Say that again. Which type of wood did the Beatles sing about? Oh, uh... Oh, you got me on that one. All righty then. Let's get Mark in here. Yeah, got me on that one. That's all right. Okay. Mark's on his way back in. 
Okay. And we'll ask Mark the same five questions, and we'll see how this goes. <clears throat> Question number one, Mark. Okay. Jerry Garcia was the guitar player for what band? The Grateful Dead. Question number two. What is Ted Nugent's most famous song? I guess I'll say Cat Scratch Fever. Question number three. What three colors are Eddie Van Halen's signature guitar? Uh, uh, red, white, and black. Question number four. What famous rock band has a drummer with only one arm? Def Leppard. And question number five. Which type of wood did the Beatles sing about? Norwegian wood. There you go. As opposed to the more common morning. Uh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And so as yeah. we add this all up... Mr. New York got four out of five, correct? Ooh. Mark swept this thing, so he has a victory. Which which yeah. one did he miss? Uh, he missed question number five, just didn't have a guess. Oh. Wow. He said something very profane, though. <laughs> <laughs> well, he is from New York. <laughs> yeah, he certainly is, and as such, goes down in defeat. All right, all right. Mark, so. he, he, he lost to Norwegian Wood from the Beatles. Yes. You know, have you ever heard the song Fourth Time Around by Bob Dylan? It no. is the his response. He thought the Beatles were ripping him off with Norwegian wood. It's his response to that. And it sounds exactly like Norwegian wood. Huh. Yeah, kind of interesting. Yeah. I just discovered it the other day. Somebody turned me on to it. Yeah, there was, you know, it's funny because we we talk about, you know, all those bands back then, the sort of hippie love and everybody got along and the sense of community. Bob Bob Dylan and the Beatles and the Stones, those guys all kind of hated each other. Well, they're just, you know, everybody is competitive. Yeah. You want to know your buddy's doing well, but you don't want him doing better than you. Exactly, yeah. They tell you, a great carpenter will teach you everything except what it takes to take his job. Listen to Mark and the Interpol when you get to work. They're illegal. With the free KSLX app. 100.7 KSLX. Membership fees apply after free trial. Cancel anytime. Can I be real for a second? That goal you have to exercise and eat better, you really can do it. But nobody is going to do it for you. And nobody has to, because you can do it, if you have the right tools, and a community that cares about helping you get results. And that's us, Beachbody. It's as convenient as your TV or laptop, but you need to decide that you're worth it. Let us help you succeed. Here's how. Go to Beachbody.com to claim your free membership and start feeling great. Season's greetings. Hey Dude Shoes here. Hey Dude Shoes are some of the comfiest, coziest shoes out there. Step into a pair, and it's like your toes have gone home for the holidays. Welcome home, toes. Hey, dude, good to go to. 